Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, the starting point of Kathy Kelly, Sonia Deville, and Christy St. Cloud. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the first online pro wrestling show for women by women, showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz's own gorgeous ladies of wrestle hosting. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the very first episode of Women's Pro Wrestling, Week- Pro Wrestling Weekly. My name is TK Trinidad, and we have a lot going on for you guys today. We have, uh, well, Anissa's not here. She's going to be one of our hosts, so shout out to Anissa. I see you on the chat. But where are, other, uh, where are my other hosts right next to me? Gabby Loren here from AfterBuzz TV's SmackDown Live After Show. So excited to be here, especially in times like these, where it is totally a women's evolution. Mm-hmm. So thanks for having me. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Gabrielle underscore Loren. And we have a very special guest for a very first episode, because, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Blanchard, she, a.k.a. The Dagger. From WOW, Women of Wrestling. So welcome. Thank you. So you're going to be hopping on with the news, and we're going to get into how you got into it. So little thing, Michelle and I did a little football together, so yeah, we've been friends for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, played arena tackle football. <laughs> now you we tackle like them in the ring. Yes. You just like to beat people up in general. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's get it into <laughs> the news. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so I'm um, guessing everybody watched the Elimination Chamber. Yes. Another women's first Live, I watched it in Las Vegas. So how was that experience? It was a lot of fun. This was my first Elimination Chamber Mm pay-per-view that I got to see live. Um, Lots of really good people on the Raw roster. And it was cool to be able to see the Elimination Chamber women's match open the show. Mm -hmm. And then to close the show with the men's match. Um, Very predictable winnings, though, for all the the title uh, championships and matches. Everyone retained their titles. um, So that was definitely predictable. And then Roman Reigns winning that last Elimination Mm -hmm. Chamber match, also predictable. But, you know, it was a really good show. And it was exciting to also see Ronda Rousey um, do something legendary, which was sign her contract Mm -hmm. right there in front of us all. So it's exciting to say that I was there when she did it. Yeah, I feel like it was like a woman's... I mean, the other matches were like good, but between the elimination match, um, Asuka and Nia Jax, and then Ronda Rousey, it was pretty much like a woman's event, I feel like. Yeah, I would say that. The guys were cool, but you know. Um, (laughs) Now, for the elimination match, was there any surprises? So we had uh, in elimination Alexa Bliss, Sasha Blanks, um, Bailey, Mickey James, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, former After Buzzer. Um, so yeah. we had them all. Is there any surprise or anything that you saw that we might not not have seen? On the people for you? Uh, not necessarily anything that you guys didn't see at home, but it was interesting to see Sasha and Bailey kind of have moments where they were turning on each other. Oh, yeah, that one moment so. where uh, they were coming up and uh, Sasha kicks her down from the pod. Wow. Those it got intense very, between very, those two, and they're supposed to be friends, which is why I find it 
odd when then we go into a regular Raw show, you don't see them, you know, hating each other right away. Mm-hmm. It does come in a little bit later into that Raw right after. Right. But the fact that they start a new, sh- a whole new show after the pay-per-view and they're totally cool again is just so weird to me. Yeah, I don't, well, maybe, I mean, if you watch, like, other shows that are not necessarily wrestling-based, like, sometimes women have those, you know... Frenemies? Like, yeah, frenemies. Yeah, I guess they are total frenemies. Yeah. They're, like, best buddy enemies. So, we'll, we'll see. Um, now, Ronda Rousey signing. How did you how did you like that? That was kind of crazy. I loved it. And I'm a huge fan of Stephanie McMahon. Um, those of you After Buzzer fans that have been watching me do wrestling podcasting for a while now, you know that I love Stephanie McMahon. Even at my WOW audition with David McLean, yeah. they asked me who would I be if I could be any heel. <laughs> and I said Stephanie McMahon, even though she's not really a wrestler, but she has wrestled. Um, I just love her attitude and her boss, uh, you know, be way of, you know, controlling that raw roster. Mm -hmm. So to see her and Triple H come out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And then Kurt Angle, and then introduce Ronda Rousey. And just the way it all played out, how there is drama, and it is teasing something at WrestleMania for that contract. Right. Um, we see Stephanie McMahon slapping Rousey yeah. in the face, which got intense and heated. Well, right, but so they were about to sign it, everybody was friendly, and then uh, Kurt Angle's like, well, wait a minute, they were actually talking behind your back, which is like kind of like, I know what they're setting up for, but it was just, I didn't really... You didn't like it? I didn't like Then he was like double pneumonia on Raw. I was like, what? No, what? Well, that excuse was terrible. Yeah. But it was interesting to see Kurt Angle kind of turn heel on everybody. Right. Um, and against his bosses, where he was just like, you know, Stephanie, didn't you say this too backstage? Right. Kind of pinning Stephanie against Ronda. But that is teasing a WrestleMania event that I'm very excited to see. I will be at WrestleMania too. So yeah. there's a lot of live events that I will be attending yeah, so the, in the upcoming the, months. The rumor is. Uh, um, Stephanie and Triple H, and then Ronda and Kurt Angle. The, the rumor, or or I've heard Ronda and The Rock. That's possibly. what that's what I said mm. on Monday when I was doing the after show for Raw. Like that would be awesome. Like I, I love The Rock. The guys who you know, yeah. um, but she's like, yes, <laughs> that would be better than Kurt Angle. Yeah, let's be honest. I, yeah, I would, I would. And they said The Rock's kind of busy, but you never know. He was actually because you remember when she showed up in the ring the first time. I believe it was in San Jose. Um, the Rock was there with her too, right? So that would be that would be kind of awesome. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, now let's fast forward to SmackDown. So we were actually both at SmackDown, two different experiences. So I kind of want to give everybody kind of both our, our perspective. So you were outside watching. I was in the stands while TK was backstage being the celebrity. I didn't get to watch is. the event. I wanted to watch the event. <laughs> oh, you didn't even get to no, see it. No, no, oh, didn't get to, get to see it. Yeah. Well, um, apparently the people at home had a way different perspective of the show than what. We did live because there was a lot of 
uh, issues mm-hmm. or like different production stuff that was going on that we saw that they didn't see. Right. Um, lights going out and and things getting cut really? off. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, but you know, it's it is a different experience. I do SmackDown every week on After Buzz, and watching it and listening to the commentary mm-hmm. really pulls everything with the story together and seeing those backstage you know interviews as well. Right. Whereas when you're live, you miss some of that stuff. You miss some of those segments. Um, and you don't get to hear the commentary, which Kevin Owens apparently rocked the commentary mm-hmm. on SmackDown. But um, seeing it live, it was awesome. John Cena opened the show. Didn't seem like the crowd was about it at all. He has a lot of haters. He likes to say it's 50-50, but I feel like it's more like 90-10. Yeah, I think it's different <laughs> between um, you know, where you go. Like I, when I went to... Like, I got to see events here um, in Toronto, in New York. It's like all the crowds are different. Like, when I went to Canada, they were booing people that weren't boo- being booed in Los Angeles, which is kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting event backstage. And what I do, actually, before that, the live event. So it's never, no, if somebody's never been to an event, I would say go to the live event as your very first event. Because when you watch, watch the show and, like, the taped show... Did they take commercials? It's it's yes. it's but the live event is a total different beast. So I actually saw SmackDown live in Ontario on the Sunday. Totally different. Like they're, they're trying different moves. It was mm-hmm. it was just kinda kinda crazy. Yeah, it was definitely an energy at an alive yeah, event you yes. find. Like um I, I believe I can't remember who it was, but somebody I watched I stayed for just like half of it and the opening was uh, the Usos, New Day, Rusev, and um I'm missing one. Anyways, they're all in there, and then somebody did, like, a Matrix style. It was just like, wait a minute, I've never... So it was kind of... It's really fun to watch a live event, because you don't have to deal with the commercials and all that stuff. Yeah. It's less... I don't know what the right word's pretentious. It's more action-packed, and the energy around you and the audience, everyone's so into it and Mm -hmm. cheering for the bad guys or the good guys, and that makes it fun. Mm -hmm. It's funny. When I went to the SmackDown show on Tuesday... Um, Anissa, one of our hosts on this show, was there as well, mm-hmm. and she was in a suite all the way at the top. And she was like, "Gabby, you want to join me in the suite?" What? I, I know, know so- you're in- Anissa's on live chat. I didn't know you were in the suite though. You, you guys are all balling. You're backstage. She's up top of the suite, and okay. I decided to go with Tom Connolly. That's why she's not here today. I'm just asking. <laughs> so she's funny. Working. She's recovering. <laughs> um, Anissa was up top. I was in the you know stands amongst the people, and uh-huh. you were backstage. But I decided not to go with Anissa and go with Tom in amongst the audience yeah. because. I wanted to feel that energy of the show that I watch right. every Tuesday and just to be amongst the fans, mm-hmm. you know, the the WWE universe. And it's such a different experience not it being is. separated from that. Yeah, because so what happened is, so for you guys who don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys do know, um, so I also am one of the hosts for Xbox 12360. So we were doing some interviews for him. So we went backstage and we got there at like 1.30 and we're in catering and just people are just walking around. Oh, there's Jinder. Like, oh, there's. It was just kind of is surreal. Um, and so Jinder was there. Yeah, he we, ah. he was sitting there at the at the table, and you know, Xbox like, oh yeah, just take a seat. Right. So Jimbo, if you guys don't. Jimbo also works here too. He was like, "Oh, can we sit here?" And Jinder's like, "Yeah." So we're just like That's sitting cool. across from Jinder Mahal. I was like, "Oh, okay. This is this is happening right now." Jinder might have been in the dark match, but I didn't stay for that. Part, yeah. The, so, so after the match, I don't think. Well, they had was it two o five, and they had two o five and mixed match mixed challenge. Mixed match channel. After that, they had a dark match, which lasted maybe like fifteen seconds. Yeah, that's the part I couldn't see because I had to come back here. Yeah. So <laughs> um, in the mixed match, which is also kind of funny, um, I don't know if you want to pull up the picture. So. 
Lily Singh, who's superwoman, a big YouTuber. She's been around like forever. She's kind of crossed over into like the main, the main stuff. She's done mm-hmm. a lot of interviews and stuff like that with them. Um, I think she's on Chelsea Handler. She was on Ellen and stuff like that. She introduced um, Jinder Mahal. So the backstory is that cool. so you know the Singh brothers, mm-hmm. all of them are Canadian. So Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers are Canadian. Lily is Lily is also Canadian. So she filled in for one of the Singh brothers who's out, and she introduced Jinder Mahal. Then he went against Randy Orton. That took less than 20 seconds. And there. So I don't know who they did it. I don't know who they did that for because usually, like, I like to leave pretty much any event. I don't care what it is. I like to leave before it's done because I hate the rush. I hate waiting for parking. I Mm. don't like crowds. So, you know, so it's just one of those things. So nobody really saw it. But I believe um, Superwoman, a.k.a. Lily Singh, she posted it on her social media, like her YouTube thingy. And she actually came up to X-Pac and took a picture, which is kind of crazy. But also backstage, we saw Ronda Rousey. Super, oh, cool. Yeah, super sweetheart. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what we, Michelle and I were talking about. My, I'm a big fan of her. I read her book. I love the fact, like, you know, you know, coming uh, other than the last part of her UFC, UFC career. Badass, how she did the judo thing, Olympics, all that good stuff. My concern or my hope is that she, it, for anybody else, if they don't know, it's like if they don't have mic skills, then that's fine. Yeah. But for Rhonda, she's already starting on such a stage and so many people know her, so many eyeballs are going to be on her. I really hope that she gets the mic skills and yeah. everything else because if she doesn't, then that's going to be a problem. Yeah. How do you feel about well, Rhonda Rousey signing? When she first just came out, I mean, I just, the presence of a wrestler, I didn't feel that from her, you know? So I think... There's some work she needs to do because MMA is not the same as wrestling. You know, I come from mixed martial arts. That's what I, I've trained in, Muay Thai, grappling, jiu-jitsu. But I almost have to relearn how what I need to do in a pro wrestling format. So I, don't, I just hope she doesn't feel she can just come in there and just because she's Ronda Rousey and be a pro wrestler. Yeah. You know, she needs to put the work in that she needs to do to develop who she is. And, it, you know, if she's not the greatest on the mic, that's one thing. Um, some are there for athletics, but you have to have something that is about your character. You know, right. she has to portray something in her persona as a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Just like Rock, you know, you meet him, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. There's definitely The Rock, mm-hmm. and there's Dwayne Johnson. So where is she going? Like, even if she's portraying Ronda Rousey, she didn't come out to me like how Ronda Rousey comes out when she's about to fight. Right. There's a Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey like, hey, I'm Ronda, I'm about to come take someone out. Mm-hmm. Just when she walks up before an uh, MMA match. But that's not how she came out to me. She looked uncomfortable. Right. Like, when she came, like, wave, like, okay, like, uh, you know, look timid. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, I, I think no matter what you do, like, you can't prepare yourself for coming out to the WWE universe. Like, there's no there's no simulation. Well, there might be a simulation now because of technology. But there's nothing that you can prepare. So I think, again, like, I hope she... Yeah, like I hope grow, she gets it. But to me, if you it. know you're coming out, you need to own that. You yeah. need to come out and own it just like she did when she's coming in the cage. Whether you know, feel quite confident, yeah. you got to portray so that. So do you think this is more of a thing, like, do you think she should have started in NXT? Because remember when she started UFC, that whole thing with Dana White, like, he pushed her, you know, to be that person. Yeah. Because if they entered, you know, Cyborg, for instance... It might have been a different different career for yeah. Rhonda, like as far as, you know, where she is now. Right. So do you think they're kind of positioning her to be at the top, but she, you know, she might need more time somewhere else? I, or? I would agree, because even just like how Dana, you know, White just put her in the UFC, there were so many other top fighters there, you know, but she did help launch 
women's wrestling. Right. And she did have a, she like even in UFC, like people have a certain persona or character that helps sell right. them more. And she helped portray that to get that attention there. Um, but that's where I think she got stuck even in the UFC. It's like sh- she's good at what she does. She does great jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I mean judo. And if she can get in on your upper body and throw you, great. Anyone else, though, it's harder to adapt. It's harder to adapt to stand-up. Right. It's harder to adapt to a wrestler who's going for your legs versus get, getting in close and letting you have that move. You know, to me, she had, the, you know, a little bar. limited. I think, it was, I think it was most of it, except for maybe, or the Holly Holmes. Yeah, most of them. I so. love you guys, and I love yeah, you, Michelle, yeah, I know, but I disagree. <laughs> I don't think she should be in NXT mm-hmm. because it's developmental, and it's Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Like, she is such a big name. You can't just throw someone like that in an NXT. Like, they didn't do that with Brock Lesnar right. when he came in. So I think that, yeah, she has to go into the main roster. Plus, she is such a figure in UFC where she mm-hmm. was someone where they literally changed boundaries for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's literally changed, like, the environment of what it is to be in the UFC for a yeah. woman. So, um her coming in is very important, and I think she needs to start big. But, yes, she does need to do her due diligence before she gets in the ring yeah. on her character and what she needs to do technically. Yeah. However, we did <laughs> see her um, throw down Triple H in the ring, and it looks like she had a pretty good handle on it. Yes. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm not saying that she should start at NXT. I'm just saying that as far as setting her up, I don't want it to be there's so much pressure that it doesn't get the result that they're hoping for. So, you know, I'm not, you know, because her friend, so she was at the Mae Young and Shayna Baszler Baszler is actually in NXT. So I'm sure they're communicating on everything like that. And um, Joseph, who's been on the chat for like all the wrestling stuff, so shout out to Joseph. Um, He said that Ron has been training for the last nine months. So it's not to say that she doesn't necessarily have the wrestling training. I'm just, the whole thing in itself. I think of her like, Athletics, she's going to be awesome. And yeah. Shayna Baszler, she's an amazing wrestler. And she also came from the same background mm-hmm. as Ronda. She was an MMA fighter. And she's transitioned exceptional to wrestling. Yeah. Her moves, everything. And Ronda's very close with her. So mm-hmm. I think athletically-wise and you know how she's going to perform is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So that may be her strength. But she has to know what it is, own it, and have that confidence yeah. when she's out there. I so. think it's just more fear. I don't know. I'll speak for myself. I, <laughs> I think it's just more fear. Like, I just want her to, to do well. Yeah. Like, yes. you know, I just, I, I see her. And when I saw her yesterday, she, she, comes off as an introvert and I'm an introvert as well so coming you know knowing that it takes a lot to be that personality whether you're a heel or a baby face right so I'm just you know hoping that she's able to not to say because she's introvert she won't be able to do it I'm just hoping that she'll be able to channel channel it and we can hate her legitimately for being a bad guy versus hating her legitimately for not knowing what she's doing right and to your point it's unfamiliar territory for her to be talent that has to speak and have right. a character on the mic. Um, yeah, she is good, Michelle, athletically, of course, but her character, like we've all mentioned, that's going to have to be developed really well. Um, and I think because she was such a WWE fan for so long, mm-hmm. that if you're like a huge fan yeah. of something and then you finally get the opportunity to be in that arena amongst all these people, like your nerves are probably through the roof. Mm-hmm. So... I think having to bring that all in into, like, a positive way to throw into a character is what she's going to really need to, like, look into. Yeah. And now, has anybody read anything? Is she going to be just doing taped events? Is she doing live events? Is she going... I know when she did, when she's at Elimination Chain, she said she wanted to be treated like everybody else. But, I mean, that could just be for... 
TV. Yeah. I feel like her real event is going to be at WrestleMania, but there'll be other segments leading up to yeah. it. So do you think she's going to travel like after WrestleMania and now she's signed to the WWE? Do you think she's going to travel with them? Do you think it's going to be more... Obviously, it won't be on a Brock level, but do you think it's going to be more like we're going to see her at just... Take like the, every week. Yeah. yeah I, I think know. it will be. Yeah. I, I, well, that, that's that's the case. Then you you know learn by your... By your stripes, I guess. Yeah. And I wish you the best peers, Yeah. Yes, her support of her peers and everything. Yeah. Well, moving on. Now, Michelle has chimed in with us. Let's get to know a little bit about the dagger. I feel like it should be like music, but That's we, right. we don't have it for sure. We're working on it. Um, so, like, tell us. So, like I said, we kind of started off um, with uh, football, but... I've seen you, you know how you have those friends, but you don't really talk to them, but you see their social media and they're doing all these type of crazy stuff. Michelle's that, that person. Um, so kind of tell us, kind of lead us into how you got into wrestling. Okay. I trained in mixed martial arts. I have a black belt in a Kempo like a, and kickboxing style. And then I went into football after that, after college, looking for some type of competition, played arena tackle football with you. Mm-hmm. And... After that, I just missed that one-on-one um, type of competition. So mm-hmm. I actually got back into Muay Thai kick- kickboxing, grappling, and jiu-jitsu. And a friend of mine who was part of WOW Women of Wrestling and doing pro wrestling told me, hey, you know, we, you know, we're looking for some new girls. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, in football, the girls ran from you and I would smash them. Mm-hmm. Now they want to come to you and get paid? What's not better <laughs> than that? So <laughs> that's it, pretty much how I got into the pro wrestling, and it's great. It's great. It's a great way to kind of combine the entertainment world because I do some hosting and mm-hmm. other stuff in entertainment and then also still have the athletics and um, competition, which obviously yeah, I Yeah, because <laughs> I see you on, like, random events, like, hosting sometimes. I'm like, wait a minute, that's... And it's just like it might be like a red carpet or it might be something or I might see you on like a reality show, but not necessarily like the center of it, but you're like a fr- it's just what it, you just pop up Hustling. everywhere. Yeah, I think that's, that's you know, the yeah, LA that's mentality. like the L.A. hustle yeah. right there. That's right. Yeah. So, um, well, you want to um, some pe- for some people who don't know. So you're actually one of the hosts for WOW, too, as well. Yeah. So I have joined Michelle's army for the backstage reporting side. I've not gotten in the ring with them, nor do I want to, unless it's just for, like, fun. Or now. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, it's been, like, such a pleasure to work with these girls. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was getting into when I first met with David McLean. Mm-hmm. I was very intimidated going into the audition room, and they were actually looking for wrestlers, not hosts. Mm-hmm. But I was like, here's my reel. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Snuck her way in. Yeah, I snuck my way in. I finally got in with David McLean. And, like, since working with them, I mean, it's an all-women's crew for the most part. Mm -hmm. And it is so cool to have, like, such a good group of women that you're working with and supportive women and people that are just, like, all-around fun and really talented. It's good people. WOW is owned by Jeannie Buss, who owns the Lakers. And David McLean was uh, one of the original producers of GLOW Mm -hmm. back in the day. And then we just teamed up now with MGM Studios and Mark Burnett. So we're looking to launch it bigger. Nice. The cool thing of WOW Women of Wrestling is we're all women. All of our characters are based on a little bit of us. So, like, you know, as you see my Instagram, I collect knives, I shoot, (laughs) I love weapons. And that's how I got the name The Dagger. And, you know, each of our our characters have a reason why they get in the ring. So Mm -hmm. that's, like, any little girl can look up and relate to a character that's in WOW Women of Wrestling. 
And now tell us how, as far as the shooting, because so you can watch, uh, you can watch season, season four is up yes. on what's the website? The here? website is WWE.com. Wow. E for entertainment. So you can watch season four. Mm-hmm. So how kind of tell us, break it, break it down as far as how it's filmed and et cetera. Okay. So we basically have one big live show. It's usually at the Belasco in downtown LA and there's eight matches, and each of those matches becomes an episode, and then that becomes our whole season. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the live show, like you said, there's nothing like it. You get to see all the matches, how the story develops. But then when you sit down and watch the episodes, you really see the backstory of why these girls fight. What's mm-hmm. their beef? What's driving them? What's their motivation? Nice. So for me, the dagger, my situation is I've come out of a bad marriage, which is similar to a situation. Somehow my husband passed away. He had an accident um, in the home with one of my weapons. And there's just the tabloids seem to see, think I may have something to do. But, of course, the dagger had nothing to do with that. Right, right, <laughs> And so right. now after being in this abusive re- relationship, it's time for me to stand up for myself and not let anyone hold me down. And I'll do whatever it takes to win and get that belt. Well said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely all about the women empowerment thing yeah, over here. Yes. And don't mess with her. She has knives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now, is there anything about the experience that um, is different from any of the other experiences that you've kind of done with training and football and all this other stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it, it's all about you. It, like you said, when you're out there in the ring, it, there's the energy of the crowd. You know, it's in football we had that, but it's such... You know, it's more intimate right. when you're there in the ring. And just to see little girls, like, to be up there and to be looking up to you and, um, you know, them wanting to, you know, meet you and do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's an amazing feeling. Yeah, here's the interesting thing of why I, I guess, the, the me fell back in love with wrestling. So I used to watch it when I was a kid. My, like, my dad and my brother and I used to watch it every Sunday, bowl of popcorn and all this other stuff. Got out of it. Then got back into it because a friend of mine who's wrestling for WWE, he got, I got tickets, saw it live, and it's like, okay, the other... The, it's so much athleticism to first do, you know, for instance, a flip off the top rope, right. land, not kill yourself and the person that you're <laughs> landing on top of. I mean, that's way harder than just, you know, doing your thing. So I appreciate I appreciate pretty much anything that has to do with you putting in the work and making it look great at the same time. Right. right. So, you know, that's the the and then add the fact that women are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the perfect it's the perfect time. Like, right. And those hits and those falls, that's all real there. And you take hard hits and pretty much the first week of training. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask yeah. you about. Because some of you girls told me <laughs> when you first get into training, like that first few weeks, right? Yeah. It's rough. It pretty much feels like you've been hit by a truck. You feel like you've been in a car accident because, you know, you're whipping your necks, getting mm-hmm. whiplash and everything. And your body can't move. But after the first week, you just like... It's amazing how your body just adjusts to whatever you're doing, and you just don't feel that. And you're like, that's the moment you don't care. And you're like, all right, top rope, here we go, bam, now what, now what? <laughs> don't you guys get, like, rope burn, too, from bouncing off bouncing the ropes? Bouncing off the rope, you get bruises because of the, how strong the ropes are, and you really throw yourself against them. And so definitely you feel the ropes, you get bruises all day, but your and body is, conditions to it after, and it's like, whatever. <laughs> is every ring that you work in different? Um, well, for a while, we have our own ring, which is nice, so then you get used to that. But it can be different, different sizes, different rings. We did one time where we were guests at an MMA show, and it's a 
completely different type of ring. So mm -hmm. there isn't the give we have, you know, off of our ropes or off of the ring floor. And so they took a little more beating. I wasn't in that match. I was there supporting some of our <laughs> girls, but they took a little beating in that, that ring. <laughs> so what's, what do you see yourself as far as within your wrestling career? Getting the belt. What else? So is this the the main championship belt or is it a tag team championship well, belt? I should. Um, I'm currently have in talks with uh, the Temptress, mm. and we are forming a tag team called the Vengeful Vixens. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to get a belt. So if I can't get a match on my own, I have my backup plan. And the Temptress and I had a match one time at Friday Night Fights. Mm -hmm. We went against each other. It was a pretty close match, but of course the dagger handled it and won that match. So after that, though, she was one of the toughest opponents you know how to face, and she just has this charisma, you know. She just knows how to woo her way into things. And she had a similar situation where she had a business and got taken advantage by a man and with lingerie business, mm -hmm. and she's about to getting back. And I told her, she met up with my attorney, Sophia Lopez, who's on our show, who helps handle a lot of our cases and help get me off of that supposed murder crime uh -huh. and um <laughs> the you know the temptress she's, she's helping out now and that's how when i met her in her office i was like you know what let's do, enter the next tag team match and take it on and basically you know karma's a bitch so we're gonna get payback and show it here in the ring <laughs> i must say you have a great lawyer yes oh, we definitely do <laughs> she gets the truth out um, now, working with, so do you, when you're doing the training, are you working with the ladies from WOW, or, or do you work separately, and then you come together for the filming, or how's that? We do training under Selena, and she basically will work with certain people to, you know, just get certain skills and certain moves. Usually we don't train with the person who, you know, our match will be with, right. so we're training, and, um, you know, Selena is our trainer. She's got her mullet, and she's old school from Georgia. Very old school. <laughs> a mullet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Selena, like, grew up with as, all the legends, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And she used to wrestle under as Bambi um, back in the day. So, okay. yeah. And now, for a lot of the women from, because I believe, oh, goodness, I believe her name's Janessa. Anyways, uh, she was uh, one of the uh, actors from Black Panther. So oh, a lot, of, yes. Yeah. So a lot of women are kind of doing uh, different things. Did any other women or yourself? Did you guys anybody audition for Glow? Um, I'm not actually sure if anyone's auditioned for Glow. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the drama series. Like I said, we were the uh, one of the creators of the mm -hmm. original Glow piece. So a lot of the old Glow wrestlers. Um, Egypt, she comes to our events, so some of them actually still support us. Nice. Sylvester Stallone's mo mother was always very involved with GLOW, and she actually comes to the WOW events. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I know Loka wants to audition for GLOW. Uh-huh. She was, like, trying to get David to get her into something, so mm -hmm. maybe for, like, the next season or the season Yeah, season two is done. It's in the can, so we'll see what season three season is. Season three, but... call WOW. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's what I, I love, like... Five years ago, you couldn't imagine where, you know, the fact that Glow is getting a second season. Like, I don't know if it would have gotten a second season five years ago. Yeah. The fact that, you know, we're seeing women from not only WWE, but across the board. Like, I just saw a posting that they're looking for women wrestlers to go over to um, Japan for their own league. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They have all this stuff that, you know, women are doing. It's just amazing time 
and it's I'm really anxious to see where it's going to be in the next yeah, five years. It is really exciting, and I think it's like for the hardcore wrestler follows. They've been there. They've been watching this. Like I said, people who know the original Glow Wrestling League mm-hmm. back in the day are really excited about Wow and what's happening and it becoming more mainstream. So that's really exciting to me to see it growing like it is right now. Yeah, I think it because remember I think it was um oh my gosh they had that like roller derby. I think it was only women. Oh, uh-huh. oh, that's on TV. I forgot what the name of it yeah. is. But I think it's just so amazing. I think people think that women can't do certain things, and then you see them doing it, but better. Right. That's kind of like the draw to it. And I think that's why David McLean started Glow, which is now WOW, is that he wanted the women to be the highlight. So we're not the sideshow for the men, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And even in WWE, you see the women's league growing. But mm-hmm. what's great about WOW, we are the show. Right. <laughs> it's all women's wrestling. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is no, sense. like, you know... Uh, opening act or yeah, we, ending main event, like the they are the show, act, the main event, right. and the final show. <laughs> and then in 2018, are there any updates for us for Wow and where people at home can maybe see season five? Yeah, or? well, season five, you definitely want to look out for the Beast, our up and mm-hmm. new wrestler. She's intense. Yeah, the Beast is intense. <laughs> she has a match with Steffi Slay, was one of our opening episodes, and just look out and see what's coming because. Yeah, a few more months, and we think you guys will be able to catch that. Yeah. So Now, are there any projects? So you have, wow, is there any other projects that you're working on at the moment? Yeah, I also work on the Hooks MMA show. It's a YouTube show, mm-hmm. and um, we also work with Cal State University LA. And it's a technique-based. So anybody who is wanting to improve their skills, we work with UFC fighters, a lot of uh, main names there in the MMA. We had Uriah Hall. We just did Alan Juban. We're actually going to do an episode with Cyborg recently. Oh, nice. And so it's a nice way to have a play-by-play breakdown of the moves, almost like a football diagram Mm -hmm. breakdown. So we do an interview with them, talk about technique only. So it's geared to people really looking to watch and figure out techniques in their their, um, MMA Mm -hmm. um, training. And then we have them demonstrate some moves, you know, where whether it's a setup, you know, it's not just like a single move, but some type of setup that they use in their fights that helps them right. um, dominate their matches. And then we do a play-by-play breakdown called The Cycle, and it's basically like a football diagram. We show every different point of where your hand goes, where oh, nice. your foot goes. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you're watching YouTube videos and you have to replay. You're trying to learn something, go back right. and forth. You're not sure you put this where, where the hand went, where the foot went. So it's a great way to learn techniques from top fighters in the business. Now, do you think this is totally it, but, you know, we did talk about Cyborg a couple times. Do you think she's actually going to be a crossover, meaning as as popular as Ronda was? I love Cyborg because I know the work she's put in to get where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, Ronda just had something that related to women that got a lot of uh, girls who aren't even familiar with MMA to love her. Mm-hmm. But I think women who really understand and follow MMA and really know the struggle that Cyborg goes and she's an awesome person. I've met her and yeah. a very sweet person. Um, but she is one bad Oh no, I, to- I, <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. She's, she's yeah. skilled and I, I, I don't, I think they held her back until Rhonda was out, actually yeah. out, but you know, it's personal opinion. I think she's definitely skilled, but I just don't know since her appeal to her the... appeal. Well, since Rhonda's le- like Misha Tate is was decent, yeah, and then she's actually she's kind of did interviews where mm-hmm. she's you know put it out there that she wants to do wrestling. So right. we'll see what happens with that. But there hasn't been like Holly Holm only lasted 
what did she lose yeah. it after two matches? And see, Holly Holmes is awesome too because she has she's a ten time world champion before she even got there. Right. So I feel as people get probably more educated, people and more girls are involved in actual martial arts and follow that. And then you'll understand them as fighters, you know, like mainstream media. I think it's going to take more of a personality that's going to really set that off to where you get a following, like, um, you know, to that has that excitement that appeals to the masses. Yeah, somebody know, brought but, it. What were you going to say? I was just said, but I appreciate now that there's so many different types of fighters that you can. Girls can relate to, you know, Holly Holmes has a different, like all, you know, as an athlete, we all come with different attitudes of mm -hmm. why we fight and how we do things. You know, Rhonda kind of like had that aggressive type of personality, like I'm going to take you out. Holly Holmes is a more humble, respectable Preacher's fighter. Daughter. Yeah, and I think that lets people know you can be who you are and, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to be this way or that way, but it gives an opportunity for them to see other types of personalities in MMA, right. which is which is really how it is. Like Invicta, I used to watch all the time before, mm -hmm. and that's where they get all their fighters, and UFC bought them out now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... That's a great point. And it's nice to have that in today's world, especially with, like, the, you know, environment of women's sports changing. Yeah. And more people getting involved or acknowledging women yeah. in So sports. I feel like as people understand and get to know, if they really get to know these fighters, you will fall in love with... Because uh, all the women fighters, you have to... They have to put in more heart. They have mm -hmm. to think more with what they do versus mm -hmm. just... Um, the men, men sometimes can power it in women. Right. You see, we're always thinking more. <laughs> just FYI, exactly. so the women's MMA fighting uh -huh. is so exciting to watch if you understand it, right. because mm -hmm. they use so much more combining their stand up with their ground game and really playing a smarter, smarter game. Yeah, Maria from uh, or Marie from the live chat. She said Cyborg did um, want to fight Becky Lynch in uh, SummerSlam, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like I did see, I did see that. I think she we got her on a TMZ interview or something like that. I did see that, but nobody took her seriously, meaning that nobody else picked that up. Like it's like yeah. okay, she wants to fight her, so what? But when Ronda started talking, and of course you know her and Triple H and Stephanie, they're they're friends. When Ronda started talking about it, you know WWE started talking about it, not necessarily in articles, but there was some back and forth going. Yeah, like even when there was rumor that she was going to sign, they got we got um, video of Alexa Bliss talking about. It. We got different people, so it's not necessarily. Uh, cyborg, she's talented. I'm just wondering if she's gonna ever have that crossover yeah. appeal. I, I love it. I think people just need to get to know her. And I like I I would love to see her in the uh, wrestling field. Actually, mm -hmm. I feel like she would have just more of a persona when you meet her in person. She just has a presence when you meet yeah. her. That uh, that would be awesome. But I'm not sure where she wants to. Yeah, go we can't right lose now. all our UFC fighters. To well, I was gonna meetings. say I don't think she's done it yet with the UFC. I think Ronda was you know ready to transition. Yeah. She was feeling that. I know for sure, Cyborg, I don't think she's she's Not ready now. to still make a mark for yeah. herself. Right. So. I think at a, the time when she is ready to move on to other things, when she's had her fill with, you know, that area of sports, she could cross over to WWE because mm -hmm. WWE is opening up to that um, arena where they're bringing in more people from, like, MMA mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and taking them And even in the moves, in the wrestling moves, you're seeing a little bit more of traditional, more type MMA moves and grappling That's moves true. that weren't there before. Mm -hmm. So they're adapting yeah. that into, especially like we were talking about um, Shayna Brazler. So she also does that very well, um, putting that into her wrestling. Actually, I feel like with some wrestling matches, I... 
I feel like it's more of a mixed martial arts type of match anyways. Mm -hmm. When you really look at, like what you're saying, Michelle, the moves that these girls are doing, it really does feel like mixed martial arts with the kicks and the flips and all that. Yeah, and that's what's really exciting about wrestling nowadays is just it's evolving and you're seeing so much more and some moves with by some people you're just so amazed like yeah <laughs> and sometimes that can make a better wrestler when mm-hmm. they have that experience in those areas of like you know muay thai and yeah um I mean, whatever mixed martial arts background that they have. You were saying earlier that there is a lot of new girls coming into uh, WOW Women of Wrestling. um, And it's always better to grab people that have that background, right? Yeah, it definitely helps if they have an outlet. They have to be ready to take a hit. Right. That's that's the first one, no matter what you do. If you don't think that there's contact in pro wrestling, there's definitely contact. Those throws are real. It's so funny. My daughter is like a world competition cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And so her coach was like, your mom's a wrestler? Can you throw me? I said, yeah, I can throw you. But unlike cheerleaders, I don't catch you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, boy. Yeah, I definitely see with the UFC and WWE that, or just wrestling in general, it's kind of a, a cross, which is good. You're bringing different fans from different places. I see it a little bit more. Well, I'm obviously FCM Punk and, and um, Brock, but I'm seeing, you know, the four horse women, they're kind of interacting. So we'll see. That might be set up for something later down, which would be Awesome. All right. So, I mean, we're going to move on to something, some some women to watch. Women to watch. Shout out to Mark for doing all our our drops. Appreciate that. Um, So, Chelsea Green, a.k.a. Laura Van Ness. So, she's been uh, in Impact Wrestling. She's um, also the Impact Knockout Champion. So... For you guys who don't know her, I kind of found when I was watching um, Mae Young that there's women that I, some women I knew, some women I never heard of, but they've been in the game for a long period of time. So uh, Chelsea's one of those women. So you can, um, she was also in Tough Enough in 2015. She was in WWE from uh, 20, 2014 to 2015. She said her favorite wrestlers are Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's amazing, by by the way. Just what you see on TV is what you, what he's like in real life. <laughs> he came in for an interview. He brought beer. Like this. Wow, that's awesome. Crazy. Um, and also Trish Jack. Trish Stratus, uh, which is also a fellow Canadian. So Chelsea is Canadian too, by the way. Right. Um, so definitely you want to check her out. Um, she actually debuted or will be debuting in Lucha Underground. And so kind of, you know, keep tracks. And then, you know, on the, the dirty sheet type thing, she's rumored to be dating uh, Zack Ryder. Oh, wow. Rumored. From Long Island. Yeah. Hey, hey, my so, hometown. Ah, so we'll, you know, rumored. It. I'm not, not saying she is. <laughs> Thanks, she's Michelle. I did hear that Chelsea Green, though, because um, Anissa, our other co-host on the show, she's, I think, seen her a few times live mm-hmm. and said that she really lives in her character mm-hmm. and she has a great character and persona in wrestling. So if you want to check her out, you can follow her on Twitter at I'm Chelsea Green. So a couple of things. Is there anything you guys want to, you know, talk about before before we get out of here anything for you michelle <laughs> so watch out for the dagger and the vengeful vixens my partner the temptress and the temptress by the way was also winter in tna and also wrestled in wwe yeah so you know i'm always going to get the best to back me so. <laughs> i like that <laughs> but we're coming for that belt oh my so 2018, a lot of really, really great wrestlers coming to you. Um, and stay tuned to WWE.com. And Michelle, of course, stay tuned with her Twitter and social media. And you guys will hear it first when we have an announcement. Yeah. And that's wow underscore dagger. Or follow the wow superheroes page and check us out. And the website, again, is WWE.com, wowie.com. Yeah. 
Okay, I was like, wait, wait. you got it. A um, couple of things before we get out. I just want to thank first. Well, not thank. First off, um, when I didn't, I didn't. I don't think I told anybody about the story. So yesterday, when I was waiting for Sean to come back because he disappears, because that's sometimes what he does. Um, I saw Stephanie McMahon like walking through the hallway, which was awesome. We had like a mini exchange, like you know, hi, how are you doing? And I know she's looking at me like, who's this chick? And never seen her before, and why is she backstage? But she's just as gorgeous in person as as what you see on TV. Where just was this, by the way? Base. Smackdown? Fierce, Smackdown. So she was at Smackdown? She was there, yeah. Oh, she how was there. cool. Shane was there. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, John Cena was there, too. Yeah, John Cena kinda... had a, a few moments yeah. on Smackdown. So I saw him walk by and was like, oh. And then he said hello. Like, it's just one of those things, kind of surreal. I think they didn't tell you because you're that super fan that might have uh, stalked her. No, <laughs> I actually, like, I only got into wrestling again, like, four years ago or mm. something. So there's a lot of crazies out there, but I consider myself more of, like, the fan that's rooting everybody on, including you, Michelle, sometimes. Yeah, I think, I don't know how I feel once I meet The the Rock. I'm hoping I'm not going to be that person, but I don't. Don't know. But I did get to meet Bray Wyatt in the nice. airport. Um, we he was catching a flight uh, because he had Raw in California right. um, after Elimination Chamber when I was coming into LA from Las Vegas. So did you like talk to him? Or? Yeah, we did actually. Me and my boyfriend. I was like, "You had an awesome match at Elimination Chamber," and then my boyfriend said a few words and asked for a picture. So yeah, so. it was, was kind of awkward because I, I was living from Toronto to LA, and Becky Lynch, Kofi Kingston. And somebody else was on the plane. Oh, cool. And I'm seeing them there, and I'm just like, oh, no, it's okay. It's just <laughs> yeah. one of it's always like a double dutch, too, when you when you see people, because I've had it happen it's to hard. me. Yeah, I've had it happen to me where somebody comes up to me, and they're like, they're like telling me like all my stats and where they see me, and I'm like, well, that's a little crazy. Yeah. But a lot of super fans do do that. I'm not that type of person because I don't even know those stats to say it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I get nervous, so I was ready to just, like, walk by and just say, like, you did an awesome job. Yeah. But my boyfriend's a super fan, so and he Bray does the talking. Seems, how, like, big is he? Is he big or is he smaller? He's big. And if you guys look at my picture on Instagram, you will see there's a major height difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm 5'2". This guy's huge I was, huge I was about to, to say you're kind of challenging. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he's still really tall, and he's a big guy. Um, and I love him on, on the show, so it was cool to meet him. Uh, but he was really nice and humble, and he was, like, so cool about it. I don't normally like to ask for photos because I work in the entertainment industry. And, mm-hmm. like, we live in L.A., so everyone's kind of, like, desensitized to people that are talent. Right. Um, but now that I'm in this world, it's fun. So as long as it's harmless and they're cool with it, though. Yeah, that's, okay why I, that's why I found with Rhonda. I was like, should I take a picture? I was like, I might see her again, but well, I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of one of those things. working with them, sometimes I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're working with them, it's so easy, which yeah. leads me to my another, like, definitely thank to, thanks to uh, Trinity. So I had an interview with her, I don't know, two or three months ago. Um, her and John saw John on Sunday and he saw me from the ring, so then I see them at SmackDown. He's like, I saw you. Like, why didn't you come backstage? I'm like, dude, I don't... I'm on the low man of the toilet pole. I can't pull those things. <laughs> came up, gave me a hug. Um, like I said, Naomi came, brought me into the women's locker. Like, just super, super, super nice lady. And I believe um, Anissa told me that she had actually hit up... Trinity had hit up Anissa via DM. And it's like, you know, where are you? Like, it's like, you know, people don't necessarily, cool. you don't have to do that, right? So, you know, shout out to her is just what the personality that you see on Total Divas is the person that she is, like, that she is. And so, definitely, you know, shout out to her. Um, anywho, time to get out of here. So, <laughs> where can they find you? 
Yeah, so like I said, um, you can find my uh, Instagram at wow underscore the dagger, uh, wow underscore dagger, I'm sorry, and watch wow superheroes and watch us online, wwe.com. And you guys can follow me at Gabby period Loren on Instagram and Gabrielle underscore Loren on Twitter and soon to be wow season five. And don't forget, so for Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, we have social media set up for you guys on Twitter and Instagram, so you can go to at WPW Weekly. Um, also, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I am still training for the marathon. It's almost close. Um, I'm actually raising money to uh, donate water pumps in Africa, so if you want to help out, you can go on the little byline, tag that all good stuff. Other than that, we will be back every week at 5 p.m. for Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you guys later. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.